Hi, we're Visible, the wireless company with nothing to hide. Get unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for $25 a month. Taxes and fees included. Sorry, hidden fees. We're just not into you. Switch today at Visible.com. Rate with service on the Visible plan. For additional terms and network management practices, see Visible.com. Hi, this is former Pro Bowl Center for the Buffalo Bills, Eric Wood, and you're listening to Nate and the Fellas on the Circling the Wagons podcast on the Buffalo Rumblings Podcast Network. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Go Bills. Where else would you rather be than right here, right now? Hey, let's go Buffalo. Hey, let's go Buffalo. The Bills make me wanna Welcome to the Circling the Wagons podcast, a podcast discussing the Bills all year round with interviews, news, recaps, and insightful fan discussion. Most times, here's your host and lifelong Bills fan, Nate. Hey Bills Mafia, welcome to another episode of Circling the Wagons, a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. I am your host, Nate. Thank you so much for listening to us. We are we have another great off-season episode. If you haven't caught our draft recap, the Bills 2023 draft class recap, where we go through every single draft pick and what we thought of each pick, if we liked it, if we didn't like it, if it surprised us, what what we thought of the class overall in each pick and how we see each pick making the roster or, or getting into the roster in the future. Um, check out that one last week. It came out on Monday. Um, but this episode, we have a few uh, parts of news and notes uh, some signings for the Buffalo Bills, uh, some stadium news for the Buffalo Bills, and maybe if we have time, if we feel like it, maybe some Brittany and Josh Allen rumors. So it's not really our brand or anything, but, uh, you know, it's the off season. There's not a ton to talk about. And, you know, it's, it's kind of interesting. It's kind of, there's some parallels to their situation in real life and so on and so forth. But, uh, but we'll get to that, get to that in a minute. But first, this episode is brought to you by the Twin Spires Sportsbook at Delago. So, uh, you've been met, if you've listened to this podcast the last three years, we've talked about the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago. Well, that has changed. That is no longer there. The same place is still there, the same great food, the same great experience, the same great staff, the same great everything is still there, but it's now called the Twin Spires Sportsbook at Delago. So if you haven't been there, just take a ride down to Route 90, uh, Exit 41, Waterloo, New York. Check out the Twin Spire Sportsbook. Um, it's such a cool experience. Uh, there's something about it. Like, we've gone there when there hasn't been a game on specifically for, for the Buffalo Bills. And I don't know, man. As, as long as you bet responsibly, like, it is a fun time. I don't care about basketball. I don't really even – I barely know who's in the finals right now. But for some reason, if I'm there and I'll put $5 on it, something very reasonable, all of a sudden, like, I care who wins. Like, I'm, I'm rooting for some – so that's that's one of the great things about, like, you know, sports betting in general. But, like, it's such a cool atmosphere there. Um, so definitely check it out. But for uh, next, my co-host, Mike, is on the podcast to talk some Buffalo Bills. Mike, we're, at, we're past the draft. We're just talking some general stuff for a while any news and notes and stuff like that. So how are you doing? I'm doing great. Excellent. Excellent. So let's get into... <laughs> Wait, get... did you want me to further? Is this like improv or if yes and? Yeah, ideally. <laughs> 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 It'd be nice. 
Mm. What'd you think of that draft pick? Good. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> Thanks for that. Uh, Derby. We'll talk about the Derby a little bit later when we get into Josh Allen and uh, and Brittany Williams news. But uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. So uh, first, uh, since the draft, the Bills have made a couple of signings. They picked up uh, running back Latavius Murray, thirty-three-year-old running back Latavius Murray. Uh, they agreed to a one-year contract this past week. Uh, Murray is 33, split time last season with the Broncos and the Saints. Um, in 13 games, he carried the ball for 171, 171 times for 760 yards and six touchdowns. He added 27 receptions and 132 yards receiving. Um, if you've ever played uh, fantasy football in the last few years, you've definitely seen Latavius Murray's name come up. He played for the Raiders. Uh, a pretty talented guy, more of a bruiser. I mean, but he can he can catch the ball as well. He is this is this is an insane stat line for how big he is. He's six foot three, two hundred and thirty pounds. So like very tall, very tall running back. And so like between him and Damian Harris, you have more of these guys that are more of an in between the tackles, like pounding the ball in. He has a career four point four yards per attempt. So like pretty good yards per attempt. Just to give you some idea of like where that stacks up. Damian Harris is at 4.7 yards per attempt. Damian Harris is only 26 years old too. So like, I think it's just more or less covering your bases of like, okay, you know, if, if for some reason Damian Harris goes down, we're not stuck with just one option, right? Like, you know, we don't have an option there for that, you know, between the tackles, short yardage, sort of running back first down sort of running back. Like we have a compliment in case, uh, in case one of them gets injured. So it's just depth there. We'll see if they actually carry both of them on the roster uh, come September. The next signing, though, which is the more important signing, which is really the interesting signing to me, is the Buffalo Bills came out of the draft and they did not draft a defensive tackle. Now, we all thought that they would at some point. I thought they might early, and they did not. So uh, being mentioned at the press conference after the draft had concluded that that was probably uh, one of the positions that he wished they had taken someone, but the board just didn't fall for them. So what they ended up doing was signing Puna Ford from the Seattle Seahawks. What I like to do is I like to go into uh, – that's the one good thing about SD. One of the one of the many good things about SB Nation is that you can go to the or the other team's uh, blog and see if see what they write about the player, see what the people comment about it. And so, basically, they're saying like one of the mainstays in the CLC Hawks defensive line is going across the country for his next team. Puna Ford, who entered this offseason as an unrestricted free agent, has agreed to a one-year contract with the reigning three-time AFC East champion Buffalo Bills. Uh, let's see. Now, this was according to Tom Palacero that Ford turned down bigger contracts elsewhere. They did not say exactly where he turned down the contract, but he wanted to go to Buffalo to potentially win a championship. Uh, Ford signed with the Seahawks as an undrafted free agent rookie out of Texas in 2018, and he became a full-time starter in 2019 as like a defensive tackle rotation, basically. Uh, he did not miss a game from 2020 through 2022, so availability Obviously, one of his best abilities. He racked up seven sacks and 20 tackles in that loss. Um, he's one of those one-technique defensive tackles that the Bills really only have one of on the roster. Uh, if you think about Daquan Jones, he is he's really the only guy that they have at that, at that level uh, to be a one-technique defensive tackle. And you saw when he went out of the game, 
during the Bengals uh, playoff game, uh, when or when he wasn't able to suit up for that game, you could just tell that the Bills weren't good defensively. They weren't able to generate more pressure or to stop the run game up the middle. Uh, it just created a lot of issues. So uh, Brandon Bean did get defensive tackle in the draft, but he got this guy. It's really interesting, Mike. He's five foot eleven. He's like three hundred twelve pounds. He has the wingspan though of like a guy that's like six foot four, six foot five, which is crazy. Like I thought, I was also under the impression that you know. However your height is, like, you generally have about the same size arms as, like, everyone. So, like, let's say, like, Mike, I think you're, like, six foot, right? So, like, you're six foot, like, you have the same arm length as most people. But when you talk about the combine and the draft and stuff like that, like, people have, like, different wingspans along the spectrum. Now, it's probably an outlier that he has such big arms for, like, a fo- someone that's five foot eleven, but kind of curious it makes me think like do i have shorter arms i feel like i have shorter arms for someone my height like it's just uh, maybe shorter legs maybe you have longer arms and shorter legs i don't know i don't know but it's uh it's curious that you could just like have such a you know i think it's your torso you have a short torso me specifically or just people Mm -hmm. in oh yeah i have a short torso right Mm -hmm. i have the torso of someone who's like five foot eight but really i should have like the arms and legs of someone that's uh six foot (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's just all scrunched up right here. Uh but yeah, so uh so in the in the uh, CLC Hawks SB Nation blog, Field Gulls, uh they said he's he's gonna be a quality rotation player on a defense that's been a among the league's best over the past four seasons. And like I mentioned, I guess, you know, I like reading the comments in the comment section to see like what did fans really think. Because I I read the comments when free agents for the Buffalo Bills go other places. So, like, when Jaquan Johnson signed with, uh, well, I think the Texans, you know, like, Texans fans on Twitter were like, Bills Bills fans, do you like this guy? And everyone's like, nope, he sucks, you know, this and that. So I don't necessarily think Jaquan Johnson sucks, but, like, you could definitely get a feel for, because if Bills fans really like Jaquan Johnson, they'd be like, you're going to like this guy. Like, he's, he's you're going to like him. He's, he's a good addition. Like, you know, just wait. I, we're going to miss him sort of thing. So I think, I think too, like, just – is certainly a, a team friendly deal, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Three point two five million, but with the incentives for playing time and sacks, uh, I like to see when the players' uh, incentives are aligned with the team like that to such to such an extent. It just seems like a steal, money wise. Yeah, yeah. We all walked away from the draft and the free agency like, well, that's all done. Like, let's see what we got. And Bean made this really cool team friendly deal with uh, a good player, a player that was talked about during free agency, but luckily he was signed and it doesn't count against the compensatory pick. So the Bills at this point still have a third round pick coming to them next season, hopefully. Uh, yeah, yeah, agree 100%, Mike. Great deal, great deal by, you know, if this was like the old regime, like Doug Whaley, like they'd have paid him like $10 million for the same <laughs> for the same time frame, whereas you see Brandon Bean getting steals, like like you said, 3.25 with, with incentives. So some of the comments coming out of the field goals, SB Nation site, I'll miss. I just realized, by the way, I'm so dumb. <laughs> this is how dumb I am because I, I, I was like field goals. Oh, like like kind of like seagulls, like Seahawks, blah, blah, blah. I didn't realize field goals sounds like field goals. <laughs> like, uh, okay. <laughs> I t- probably should have figured that out. Maybe I probably mm. shouldn't even point that out, though, either. <laughs> but I didn't realize that. Anyway. It just seems so mediocre, though, doesn't it? A little. That's even more mediocre than, would you say, third and coal, or along the same lines? (laughs) 
Oh, no, no, sorry, not the plan words. It's just like it's hard to get excited about a field goal. Usually a field goal is like you didn't accomplish your task in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's not how you want to like label yourself. Like, woohoo, three points. <laughs> At least we didn't punt it. Yeah. <laughs> good point, good point. I wonder how much time SB Nation gave them to come up with that name. All right, you're going to do a thing about, like, I don't know if Buffalo, like, Buffalo Rumblings is a pretty good one, right? Like, it's 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 actually works on a couple different levels. Like, Rumblings, like, what are, what's being talked about? You know, what's what's in the zeitgeist of, like, everything going on? Like, you know, mm-hmm. that's current, you know, and, like, what are people talking about trending-wise? And field goals is just like, yeah. Okay. So one of the comments about Puna Ford signing with the Bills. Someone writes, I'll miss shouting Puna every time he makes a play. I did find out, Mike, by the way, his his nickname isn't, I mean, Puna is his name, but his nickname is, it isn't what you think it would be. <laughs> like, it's not Poon, it's uh, it's Poo. His nickname is Poo, mm-hmm. so that's what... Uh, like the yeah. <laughs> premier of China. It's a premier of... Like I thought Winnie? It was, like Winnie the? It's, it's a premier of China? I thought it was President Xi or whatever. Z. Xi Jinping? ZZ. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's like outlawed to like depict him as a Pooh Bear. Oh, really? looks like Pooh Bear, yeah. Oh, jeez. You know more their, about foreign policy than I did. pretty locked down. I did know their internet is pretty locked down. Winnie the Pooh. He looks like Winnie the Pooh. Jeez, that's good. Uh, let's see. Someone else said, too bad we're losing Puna. That's quite an endorsement of the Bills, though. Another under... Under the radar, UDFA. Okay, he mentioned someone else for the team. Bills fan. My wife is a diehard Hawks fan. Was just going to ask what the opinion here is. Do you think the Hawks' defensive scheme shift affected him? Seems like going from a one tech to asking him to play nose and then defensive end in a three four was just asking him to play out of position. He will now back up Ed Oliver at the one in a traditional four four man th- front. Thoughts? That's an interesting. Point by Stabby McShank. That's a funny name, by the way. <laughs> Stabby McShank. Um, basically, uh, from what I heard, is he he plays one tech defensive tackle, so he he's not going to back up def- Ed Oliver. He's going to back up Daquan Jones. At least that's my thought. But I did hear that he was playing nose tackle more than one technique defensive tackle. And so hold on. There's a there's a tweet he's referring to that kind of explains this. Congrats, Bills Mafia and Puna Ford. Excellent run defender when the Seahawks weren't going through schematic nightmares, a.k.a. this last season. Seahawks defensive tackle Puna Ford is a disruptor. That's a good side. (laughs) He wasn't as impactful last year, but he's a high-character guy who gets the job done. Not much of a pass rusher, but can hold his gap and run plays most of the time. Oh, yeah, and then someone did correct it. Puna will be will back up Daquan Jones at the one-tech spot, while Jordan Phillips will back up Ed Oliver at the three-tech. And then also, uh, you know, we'll see if Tim Settle actually stays on the roster or not. So so those are cool signings. Like, it's it's exciting. That was definitely more so than Latavius Murray as depth piece. Like, Puna Ford could actually play some time, and should there be an injury, he'll be uh, on the field. So hopefully we don't have to worry about what we saw against the Bengals again, at least defensively. Now, Mike, the next piece of news has to do with the buffalo bills new stadium so it's actually so it's interesting we've been looking at depictions of the stadium uh architecturally 
through different graphics. It's pretty cool how you know they had the this sort of technology. The to way make... you said that was like I did something wrong. Now much. Now Michael. To That's like uh, and Back to the Future when he comes out. Now Biff. <laughs> <laughs> Is that really the second co? (laughs) (laughs) No, Mr. McFly. Sorry, Mr. McFly. Sorry, Mr. McFly. (laughs) I was just starting on the second coat now. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That's good. So when you so when I said that now, Mike, you you probably just got just resented me for a second. (laughs) Like, yeah, trying to figure out what it was. Now, Mike, I was going to wait till you got on the podcast tonight to, in front of everyone to tell you <laughs> to just out you. Have you ever had a, an employer do that, out you in front of everyone like that or something like, what the heck, man? You ever had that happen at work or anything? Anything come to mind where someone's been like, Michael, now we had some issues. Not since up our th- banquet serving days. <laughs> <laughs> was that when the, the girl threw the water at you because you... You ticked her off or you said something to her she didn't like? Did you get a talking to that time or was it something else? Hmm. I feel like we've been lucky. Like most rational humans know to uh, our supervisors uh, praise, um, criticize by category and praise individually, right? Like you pull you aside. Like Mm -hmm. I I can't think of anything. I remember – so – was something I, about me? <laughs> <laughs> so remember when we were banquet serving back in high school, and they pulled me aside, and they're like, "Mike's really just like, he's just he's just crap in the bag." <laughs> I was thinking of like a nickname for Pooh, Puna Ford, like Pooh in the bed or something. But I'm like, ah, that's a negative connotation. You don't want that. Something, hmm. something funny. But no, no. One of my first jobs out of college, we were working in this manufacturing plant, and I was part of this. What about uh, Tang, that could, that'd be a good nickname. Tang, <laughs> Ooh, Tang, yeah, I like it. <laughs> we'll have a shirt at our T Public site, <laughs> Tang. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Uh, <laughs> Tang with a fumble recovery touchdown <laughs> today. We'll be doing recaps of the Bills. <laughs> it's good. It's the best one I've heard so far. Uh, we are talking before the podcast about how they don't have like certain names for uh, people who follow, who are fans of different bands like Swifties or, you know, fans of Taylor Swift and like Deadheads or fans of like the Grateful Dead. And like, you know, we were talking about Dave Matthews or something before that. And it's like, how do they not have a name for those fans? And, uh, it just seems like that you like. There's so many good names, nicknames. That's one of the good things about our podcast is we come up with nicknames that are so easy, but nobody's probably ever thought of Tang ever. <laughs> like in the in the history of his career, no one's ever been like, "Hey, Tang," you know. So, <laughs> uh, and I love it. So, uh, so the first thing I'll talk about with me getting called out at work is another thing. It kind of goes with a a uh, life lesson I've learned about never owning up to something you did wrong if there's no way that they can prove you did it. <laughs> so it sounds like a terrible rule, but I'll tell you why this is this is what I do. So uh, That does sound terrible. It does sound terrible. So there was a I, – so I worked in a manufacturing plant, and I was part of the um, uh, first, first aid, I guess, crew. Like there was like six of us that were like on each shift that in case there was like a first aid emergency, like we were trained in CPR and all those other things, uh, first aid. Crock. I know. I didn't, I didn't want to be, but I felt like I had to. You know when you're young out of college, like I need to do as much as I can to prove that I'm like worthwhile to this company. Raise your hand, yeah. yeah do more for less. Do more, <laughs> yeah. 
exactly. <laughs> it's like I don't get paid more, but I this person's all these people's lives are in my hands. Like that's not yeah, that's so dumb. Looking back, that I did that. Not that it's dumb to help people because it's great but to help people. But you faint at the sight of blood. <laughs> you have no special training. <laughs> I I I run. <laughs> I run in the opposite direction. You know, it's uh, what's that called? The uh, dissolution of flight. Uh, Fight, fight, or flight, like <laughs> something of responsibility, dissemination of responsibility. Oh, like diffusion. Diffusion of responsibility, yeah. 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 Um, so, so something had happened where someone got cut on one of the machines, and they were bleeding, and like something happened where like it was a small cut, and I made the mistake of like cleaning up like the mess, right? Like because in my head – it wasn't a lot. Like, I'm not talking, like, a stream of blood from, like, like they cut themselves and then they went right to the sink or whatever. Like, and here's me, like, as a kid, like, well, I don't want anyone else to get infected by it or whatever. So I'm going to clean it up real quick with a paper towel. And then, like, you know, the janitor comes by. He's like, where's the blood? I'm like, all right, I took care of it. He's like, well, did you do that you're supposed to do? You know, you know what you learn to do in training, like, you know, the bleach and whatever. Uh, no, or whatever. <laughs> So, so like, it wasn't a big deal. It wasn't like I was touching it with my hands. Like, you know me. Like, I probably had, like, 25 paper towels, like, to, like, mm-hmm. sop up this, like, small puddle. And so the next meeting this Monday, they're like, oh, yeah, there was an incident. Like, you know, we get in the first first aid meeting for Monday mornings. Like, oh, you know, there's a small incident. Someone cut himself. Okay, so we followed the correct procedures for cleaning up the blood. It's like, well, actually, and so I speak up, like, mm-hmm. voluntarily. Well, actually, you know, I... I just t- I didn't want anyone to slip on it, blah, blah, blah. and and they kind of looked at me. They looked at me like I just drowned a kitten. Like I was just like I was like they were so disappointed in me. Like they couldn't believe I did that. Like oh, so you didn't like like cone it off or whatever you're supposed to do, and like tell the right people and make sure no one, you know. No, I just kind of took care of it myself. And then there's that long pause of awkwardness, <laughs> like uh, like. Well, please don't ever do that again. <laughs> like, just like, you know, and I felt like such a jerk. In my head, I thought I was helping, but I completely forgot, you know, what I was trained for because I didn't want anyone else to, whatever. It was, it was a dumb. In my head, like I panicked and I had to do something. I wasn't going to help with the first aid because it was already taken care of by someone else. So I'm like, well, I got to do something. So that's when I realized that nobody would have even known that I did it <laughs> if I hadn't spoken up at the meeting and told everyone how dumb I was. <laughs> so... But you got like 15 minutes of training every other year. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know, right? Uh, like if you were at home, right, you, d- you don't like don uh, no. just a whole suit. and Like I totally get why the procedures are in place. <laughs> oh, totally. But, but you have to like – it's asking a lot to completely switch mentally. Like, oh, I'm in this setting rather than just like, oh, a couple paper towels – good yeah but blood is slippery you don't want someone slipping on that man, that, was, that was a while ago too man yeah it was a while was ago i remember all that. this like training and mm-hmm. yeah it's a little bit different you know thank god just thinking about like first aid and cpr like i was responsible one of the people that was responsible like on first shift if something went wrong like i would have been one of the people like in that scenario so you get <laughs> When I didn't help, like you out to dry so fast. <laughs> is that the Good Samaritan law? If you don't help someone when they're in need, I mean I, the company would have like oh the, <laughs> oh we trained them. <laughs> yeah. I'd have gotten fired that day. We took care of the uh, 
the person who didn't respond well enough. Like I was just thinking about the DeMar Hamlin incident. Like there were people that were trained. I'm sure they're like, you know, paid to be trained and there wasn't just some like 22 year old doctor. (laughs) 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 And here we have this snot nosed kid out of college, like trying to help someone who got their hand stuck in a press, you know, like (laughs) just rubbing his back. It's going to be okay. (laughs) Don't worry. Don't scream so much. You're going to go into shock. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, I would, I would, I, I think about that sometimes at the DeMar Hamlin incident. I'm just like, I'm so glad there are people that like have so much good training because if I was in that instance, I don't, you know, <laughs> like I had a, so much pressure, you know, like there's, I don't know. Anyway. So yeah. So you don't, so that's the first thing is you don't automatically go and if they can't prove that it's you don't just offer yourself up, you know, if you don't have to. So, uh, anywho, talking about diffusing responsibility and getting out of it, um, there's another thing I was going to say about that job. Another thing I learned real quick has nothing to do with the Bill Stadium, but I remember I was talking with you, Mike. Like, I didn't really have, like, a strict manager at that place. I kind of did what I needed to, and nobody really oversaw anything I did specifically. And I remember being like, oh, I'm going to go to the manufacturing supervisor, and I'm going to ask him to give me an evaluation about how well I'm doing, right? Like, because, you know, you're young, out of school. You're like, I want to, like, I'm trying my best. I want to know that I'm doing good. Like, if there's something I can improve on, you know, and it's not till you get older and you're, like, late 20s, early 30s, or into your mid or late 30s, or you're just like, who cares? You know, like, mm-hmm. I'm going to try, sure. But, like, my me caring about what, others think or how like they'll tell you if they don't like what you're doing you know like like you'll get a warning if they don't like what you're doing you know like they're not just going to fire you right off the bat usually so like you i remember telling you like i think i'm going to go to the manufacturing supervisor and ask him for like to give me like like a review of my work and you're like i wouldn't do that (laughs) (laughs) and you're like and i'm like why you're like you know it's not that he would say something bad. It's just like nothing good can come of it. <laughs> you know, like, because if you give him the ability, then he might think that, like, he has, you know, carte blanche to be like, bait, you really screwed the pooch on this thing or whatever. Like, whereas he's not your manager, you know, like, he might say you do a few things, but he might also tell you things that, you know, you might not be doing good that, you know, it doesn't really matter to your, the grand scheme of things because he's not your supervisor. And so that was, that was good advice. That seems... Like wise counsel, I'm surprised. <laughs> You're like that's definitely on par with how I would uh, tell you right now today if you asked the same question. <laughs> so we should. I'm do a- trying to contrast it. Like, have I ever given you horrific, terrible advice? I'm trying to think. Hmm. We're gonna get into relationships in a little bit with Josh and Britt, but I do hmm. remember this one time where you're like. Maybe you just need to tell a girl that broke up with you that you're really gonna start trying. <laughs> like, like I can work on it, right? Whereas in my head, it was over. And then, mm. so then you were like, this isn't bad advice, by the way. It's kind of bad. It's, it's uh, Looking back at it, but I was like, then I went back to the girl, like, you know, I can try, I can change, you know, I could do. And they're like, oh, it's still over. <laughs> like, man, <laughs> Mike gave me this small sense of hope that I'm I I'm only going on what you told me. <laughs> you must have painted quite a rosy picture if I told you to go back with your tail between your legs. <laughs> And my hat in hand, <laughs> just kneeling, head down on the front porch. I can change. 
He's just groveling. Just like, groveling. a little dignity. I know. Well, that's what I thought. That's what I was going to. And you're just like, well, you know, if you don't try now, you'll always regret not trying. I'm like, well, yeah, he's got a point. <laughs> so. It's the absolute worst thing you could have done. <laughs> well, if my best friend is saying it, then I got to, like, at least hear him out, right? Like, maybe it's worked for him. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, but, yeah, most of the advice is pretty good, though. So, so, uh, so the Bills' new stadium construction is beginning immediately, which is really cool. In the wake of the Erie County Legislature's approval uh, of the Bills' new stadium agreement on Thursday afternoon, this past Thursday, the club confirmed the construction for the project will now begin in earnest. Blah, blah, blah. The Erie County Legislature has 30 de- had 30 days to review the new stadium agreement after the Erie County Stadium Corporation signed off the, past, uh, the pact last month. Construction at the Abbott Road site across from the existing Highmark Stadium was scheduled to begin this spring, and all parties involved were able to finalize the agreements to remain on that timeline. In addition to the groundbreaking on the site, the Bills will also be moving forward on final design elements as well as the development of the club's Stadium Experience Center. Major construction is scheduled for June. Now that now that the negotiations are over, we are excited to begin the physical phase of the project, which will lead to the opening of the stadium. Major construction in June will begin with excavation. The final design elements are never really final, but it's extremely dialed in at this point. The state-of-the-art open-air stadium, which will be built on a 242-acre site, will cover approximately 1.35 million square feet. It will be the biggest project ever built in western New York. The construction of a 75,000-square-foot ancillary building and demolition of the current stadium are also part of the site's related development. Completion is scheduled for July 2026 so that the new stadium can open its gate for the start of the 2026 NFL regular season so mike just like in talking with some folks over twitter social media somewhere like i'm still i'm gonna miss it i'm gonna miss it's gonna be weird when they're building that other stadium and we're going to the current stadium you know it's gonna be kind of sad when it goes i mean when you think about you know the new stadium coming and the only stadium that we've ever known because you know we haven't been fans since the rock pile i don't even know when the rock pile stop being the stadium and it ended up being rich stadium probably the 80s maybe 70s or 80s but like this is the only stadium we've ever known are you gonna miss this stadium when uh when it ends up being demolished and uh for the new one no are you (laughs) not not in the least i don't i don't i don't i don't really care about this stadium is that sad i feel like i should no dude life is i just feel like life is so short like people come in and like if you can hear about it's hard to get excited about people, let alone buildings. <laughs> it <Right>? is. It is. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't get excited about any people. What people would you ever get excited for? Like a new boss I don't know. or I like was trying to a new friend, you. maybe? I don't It's like, I mean, we're at the age of new friends. I know. It's, I've made a new friend since 98, you know? Like, <laughs> uh, it's. It's so funny. I That's don't... the greatest miracle Jesus ever performed was making new friends in his 30s. <laughs> 12 new friends. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a good one, man. That's a good one. Good meme. <laughs> I su- I'm not going to go into this one because it gets kind of religious. But, um, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. That's one of my favorites. Uh, 
I I just don't have that like in my in my head, maybe I should view this like and I don't and we've had season tickets before, so maybe I've gone like let's say each of us has gone 20 or 30 times altogether, right? Like maybe because we've only had the season tickets like a couple of seasons or so, and then we've gone here and there, and maybe let's say forty times, right? And let me say that anytime you get nostalgic, you can come over and we'll put like a industrial sink, and you can just <laughs> pee in it. <laughs> we'll, we'll bring you back. <laughs> I'll set one. I'll set one up on the outside of your house, and we'll just like we'll come watch the game and take a piss in a trough, like in the right outside, just to get that full game time experience. <laughs> From Ralph you have Wilson. To have, like people bumping into you from behind. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wouldn't be the same if you had it all to yourself. Right. <laughs> like, you need to feel like the breath of the guy behind you <laughs> as you're trying to like, like you're trying to reach under three layers to find your <laughs> find yourself right. <laughs> well, the guys are bumping next to you, you know, and people are pushing you from behind, and you're just like, please, please, I just have to like, oh, one more layer, and I'm going to get there before I piss myself. And then it's just like, you know, you hope you pull it out far enough that like you're not pissing down your pants or whatever, and like you don't get bumped somehow, and it's just, it's a, it's a horrific experience. I mean, it's something that you have to experience, you know, just to say that you did it, but it's, it's awful. It's like... The closest thing that I can imagine to working like as an indentured servant or like in a mine or something like that, where like they just don't give a crap about you, <laughs> you know, like, like just, just here, here's a hole to go to the bathroom and like just, just do whatever and come back and pay for a fifteen dollar beer, you know. But yeah, no, nost- no nostalgia here for me whatsoever. I'll be excited when the to me it's just like it's a stadium, like it's not terrible, but it's not that nice. You know, like it doesn't have that nostalgia of like a Fenway Park in Boston, right? Like, like, or, you know, the Yankees old stadium or wherever, like state or Wrigley Field, right? Like there's no history to it, at least no good history. It's not like, oh, this is where they won their first Super Bowl. You know, this, there's none of that. So at least for me. So uh, I'm really excited for this new stadium to get built and to see it. Not excited for PSLs, but excited for the new stadium. I would think the one thing that... I guess concern might be too strong a word, but I would not sure how you would combat it. Background checks on the employ on like the construction workers doesn't seem feasible to ensure their uh, fandom. But what you don't want is the stadium to be built and then some asshole to be like, "Oh, I buried a Tom Brady jersey <laughs> on the fifty yard line, and now it's under twenty feet of concrete." Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, it's like, oh, do we dig it up for? Uh, Forty-three million dollars, or do we let the, like them gloat for the next fifty years until football is outlawed? Right? You mean like a like a rumor that that happened, or somebody actually admitted it that they like? I think if somebody did, like they would take pictures of them like hiding the the Brady jersey. Yeah. So. Oh, that would be terrible. Like I like a construction worker, or like, like, right, and or, not release it till or somebody, after the fact. Somebody gets into the site somehow at night, like right, like, mm-hmm. and they just you know, yeah. There's got to be a law. There's definitely a law against. There's definitely trespassing. But like, if you just, <laughs> I think you'd have to be a construction worker. Yeah, true. But a lot of construction. I mean, that's such a big project. People would come from states all over. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's not parts. enough. Yeah. There's not enough Western New Yorker laborers. I wouldn't think to be able to take care of all of that, along with all the other construction projects going on. You know, and renovations. Good point. Yeah, it's got to be. A, they're going to be pulling a lot of people out of state for sure. <laughs> Hopefully not a lot of people from uh, Baston or Gillette or whatever. 
I buried a Tom Brady jersey. <laughs> it was wicked like, awesome. I wouldn't really care if they if they buried like a a Jets jersey. Like, eh. <laughs> yes. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's, see, literally, like, what would you care? What a Dolphins jersey and a Patriots jersey? I think Dolphins more than oh, Jets, that's... right? Or, but I mean, but who cares? You you could bury a Marino jersey. What? Who gives a? I mean, the the Dolphins, at least Marino, didn't terrorize us for twenty years. It was always like mm-hmm. a pretty even back and forth. I'd say we got more of, better of them than they got of us. You know, so yeah. Jets, Jets could care less. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's a good point. I never thought about that. Now everyone else will. Whenever they see this, uh, I, I hope there's not a jersey buried under there somehow. Do you dig it up? You could. Even, I mean, in today's day and age, it would like what's the saying? Like the truth gets halfway around the world before the or the the lie gets halfway around the world before the truth wakes up. Some something. You could easily it's in your backyard <laughs> to a close-up of a Brady jersey and, yes! and cream like, oh, I buried a Brady jersey. <laughs> <laughs> we should do that just for like a Bills jersey. We'll say like, oh, we we buried this Jim Kelly jersey. <laughs> it's just like what either of us is doing, if we're doing a construction project in the yard, there's just a lot of dirt dug up. I'll just get a construction hat somewhere and we'll just like, you know, just like non-discreet so you can't tell what company it is. Like, peace sign like guys i buried it it's right under the 50 yard like can't wait for you guys to... <laughs> okay all right we got three years to do a project where we have to dig up something okay cool i think you do it as like it would usurp like as the stadium is like unveiled mm-hmm. you'd wait till, <laughs> wait till the... <laughs> the ribbon cutting <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know what I, I it's funny i put on uh twitter that like what's what's funny about this whole experience is that jets fans and giants fans but specifically jets fans it's funny that they're paying for our stadium right like that's kind of funny in the grand scheme of things because there's nothing there's no stadium for another football team that we'll ever pay for like the jet the meadowlands needs to be renovated or they need a new stadium we're not paying for it you know it goes to new jersey so I kind of wrote that. I like tag a Jets fan, remind them that they're paying for our stadium, which is kind of funny if you think about it. You know, like, I mean, we pay for, you know, let's say you're not a Syracuse Orangeman. Well, I don't know if it's the same for the Carrier Dome because it's owned by the university, a private institution. It probably is. I'm sure we paid for that somehow, too. You know, there's I, I, I don't really care about baseball. I'm sure we paid for the Mets field, stuff like that. But, like, not your rival's stadium. You know, like, that's weird. Like, that doesn't happen anywhere else, right? Like, even, even the teams in Florida, like Jacksonville and Tampa, they're not even in the same conference, you know, or Miami. Like, Miami and Jacksonville aren't even in the same division, so it's not even a rivalry there. It's just, it's pretty funny. And, of course, their response back on Twitter is, like, here is, check out Buffalo's trophy case, and it's an empty trophy case, so it's, you know, super high-level humor. But what's funny about that is, like, all these people tweeting about that, which I get, you know, Dolphins fans, Jets fans, like, we won Super Bowls, blah, blah, blah. But it's like you weren't necessarily alive to see them, right? Like, does that matter? It's like a guy in high school that, like, got with the the uh, captain of the cheerleading squad, right? And, like, you still brag about it into your 30s, right? It's like, dude, like, like you got to think about what's going on now, man. You can't keep living in high school. You can't have peaked in high school. You got to start thinking about the now. So I always think about that when I think of Jets and Dolphins fans talking about 
the Super Bowls that their parents watched, you know? Hmm. Do you ever think about that? Because, like, that's my only comeback to that. They're like, oh, you don't have any Super Bowls. Be like, you didn't even watch your team win a Super Bowl. And we've beaten you, like, you guys have won one game over the last four years against us. <laughs> you know, like, we won the division three years in a row. Like, Patriots fans, they have a lot to talk about. They have the dynasty. They're not that far removed from it. They watched seven Super Bowls. Like, that's incredible, right? Six Super Bowls, whatever it ended up being. But championships, but, Yeah. Anyway, I thought you'd have more. Do time. we send them more money? Like, maybe we the stadium might be like we won the battle, lost the war. Don't like if you're in the same state, don't we like subsidize everything else for them? Oh, for downstate? Yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah. I guess so. <laughs> it's about time that they <laughs> they about time we got something from them. <laughs> stadium, about time we cashed in on it. Hmm. Yeah. That's a whole other political topic, Mike. <laughs> Was that called our, our uh, secession of the upstate New York from downstate New York? <laughs> yeah, that's always talked about like once a year in the state politics. So, Hi, we're Visible. We're the wireless company with nothing to hide. Seriously. Hidden fees? We don't have them. Annual contracts? Not our thing. Great wireless on just one line? Now that's more like it. Get unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just $25 a month. Taxes and fees included. That's right, $25 a month every month. Sorry, hidden fees. We're just not that into you. Sometimes the choice is just visible. Switch today at visible.com. Rate with service on the Visible plan. For additional terms and network management practices, see visible.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So last thing, uh, I don't even know if we should go into it, the Brittany Williams, Josh Allen stuff. I feel like it's kind of, you know, we're not really the gossipy types, you know, and there's some really salacious things. And it is off season, though, but it's like, you know, I'm not going to say it. You know, I'm, I'm just like, what's the point? You know, like, it's their own private lives. You know, who cares what's going on between them and the rumors and all that stuff? It's just... Focus on the football season, right? <laughs> hmm. I haven't heard what's... Oh, you don't want to hear. You don't want to hear what happened between Josh, allegedly, and... Sure I do. <laughs> oh. No, that's... I mean, you know, it kind of... I mean, there's some things on social media this past weekend, you know, at the Kentucky Derby, but it's like, you know, it's not really. Why even bring it up? You know, like, who am I doing it for? Right? All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, in this episode. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't like being teased, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like edging? <laughs> Nobody hates a teaser more than you, I think. Because I'll be true. like, yeah. I'll talk about uh, like something at work. Oh, something happened at work. Be like, just text it to me. Like, no, man, I got to tell you this in person. It doesn't do it justice. Like, I hate when you do that. Uh, okay, so so that reminds me. So a guy goes in for a prostate check, 
And the doc says, all right, Phil, try not to get a boner. <laughs> and the guy says, Phil, my name isn't Phil. And the doc says, I know, it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> Going All right, let's let's Josh. leave it on that note. <laughs> that's a good that's a good joke to leave it on. So so okay, so here are the rumors that I absolutely have no way of saying whether they're true or not. And honestly I don't care that much. It's just kinda interesting because you know, like you follow your star quarterback, your franchise quarterback. We haven't had one in 20-something years, so when you do have one, you kind of care about their personal life or what's going on with them, whatnot. Uh, like, you know, the good things they do in charity you want to hear about, and, you know, you don't really know a lot. The reality is we don't know these guys, right? Like, we don't truly know Josh Allen as a person. So when you get any sort of insight into his personal life, like, you kind of, you're interested. It kind of perks your, gets your attention a little bit. And I will say for a fact, I have no idea if any of these true rumors are true whatsoever. Um, I would be, I would kind of be surprised if they were true. To be honest, they just seem too. They seem too far fetched, or not too far fetched, but like too eccentric. Of like, really, did that really happen? It's almost like a Tiger Woods thing. Like, remember when Tiger Woods, they found out he was cheating on his wife, and like. She hit him in the head with his nine iron and stuff like that. And you're just like, there's no way that can be true. And then you saw, like, some of the photos of him, and you're just like, oh, she beat the crap out of him. Like, she, that that sounded like it actually happened that way, you know, mm-hmm. like when more of the truth came out. So with Josh and, and Britt, they've been dating since high school, whatever. The rumors were that they broke up. Apparently, based on what I guess several people are saying now, but there's no confirmed source of any of this, right? Like, Josh was potentially seeing someone else potentially a bartender and Brittany found out about it like the day before the Bengals, the day before the Bengals game. Right. And like, I mean, I was watching this over Twitter, so I'm trying to like get a feel for it. Like, I don't care, but I'm, I'm kind of noticing like, if you're still listening to this podcast, you can absolutely shut it off and you don't have to hear any of this. And I would not blame you whatsoever, but odds are 99% of you are still listening. Cause you want to hear, what you just to confirm what you've heard or you don't know any of this like Mike hasn't. So apparently he 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 was seeing this bartender and he got her pregnant. And Brittany found out about this the day before the Bengals game. And obviously wasn't too happy about this. The police were called. He had to be he had to go to sleep in a hotel for the night just to, you know, escape that situation. It wasn't a good situation um which I imagine be true. Since then you know, we mentioned this in our previous podcast. You know, she's taken down all of her pictures with Josh for the most part. She unfollowed him on social media, which, Mike, I don't know if you've ever noticed this with a friend or whatever on social. I know you're not on Facebook a whole lot or whatever, but like as someone that scrolls through Facebook, like let's say I scroll through once or twice a day, right? Like just, you know, for a few minutes, see if there's any funny memes, see what, you know, some friends are up to. Like that's about it, right? Like that's. You love that dopamine, man. I got to get that hit, man. I gotta get it. I gotta get it every few, uh, you know, few hours. You open, you open Microsoft Word and it doesn't load instantly. Like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, better go see what's going on uh, on Facebook. <laughs> see whose birthday it is. 
<laughs> let's go on to Reddit, Twitter, you know, like you know, Instagram. Yeah, exactly. Or, or I treat myself after I finish like one mm. small step of a big project. <laughs> like, well, well, I got definitely reward. I've earned this. <laughs> Whatever you know, you trick yourself into thinking you've earned the smallest thing for doing the basic of functions. <laughs> I hit enter on that Excel spreadsheet. Boom. <laughs> Gotta get lost for the next five minutes. So so on Facebook, like, you know, I'll scroll through and, you know, you'll notice friends of yours. I wouldn't even say close friends. Like, you're you're one of my close friends, Like right? Like, to be honest, you're one of my few close friends, you and John, and, like, there's probably, like, one or two other people, right? Like, all the people I care about. If you broke up with your significant other, I'd like to think I'd know about it. But... On Facebook and Instagram and other social media sites, like there's a lot of people that you're friends with on those sites, but you're not really friends with, you know, like they're they're more acquaintances. Like if you saw them at a party, you'd be like, hey, Jeff, how's it going? Like, Mm -hmm. oh, good, Nate. How's it going? Good, good. uh," And that's it. Right. Right. You have a friendly relationship, but you're not necessarily friends. Friends certainly is a misnomer. Is a misnomer. So there are those people that I've absolutely seen over time. Where you're just like, oh, you know, Jeff. Jeff's posting a picture of himself and his girlfriend in Cancun, right? Like, oh, they're going on a like, oh, that's nice, you know. Oh, here's Jeff and uh, and his girlfriend, you know, at Canal Days or you know, uh, hot dog festival or whatever. Oh, they're sampling. Oh, that's nice, you know, good for them. And then all of a sudden, you see some pictures of Jeff without said significant other. Okay, that's weird. Okay, odd, you know. And then you see like some more pictures of, oh, you know, his profile picture changed. So it's only Jeff and not Jeff and his girlfriend. Okay, that's okay. All right. And now, you know, you look at his site like, okay, he took down all the pictures of, you know, him. Okay, it doesn't sound like they're going out anymore. Like, that's not the sign of like, oh, this relationship is going strong. I'm including all the pictures of only me and not the person I'm dating, you know. And for some reason, just only took those pictures down. Like, those are – and I want to say like 90% of the time, it means that person is broken up that I found out. Like message a guy like a guy messaged me recently is just like, Hey, like I'm coming into Rochester, you want to grab a drink? Like, yeah, sure. It's like I didn't know if you heard, but me and so and so broke up. And and I messaged him back like, What? You know, like but I saw that he hadn't had pictures of him and so and so for months now and I just kinda of put two and two together, right? Like, you know, that sort of thing. So this You know is, I don't like when you say so and so. I like fake names. <laughs> fake names. Uh, let's just say Jessica, Jeff and Jessica. Right. <laughs> um, so yeah, Jessica's not in the picture anymore. So, so this is something very oh, similar. Lindsay, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this is something that happened, and That's too bad. And yeah, so it's like the Josh thing is happening. The Kentucky Derby thing happened where like there are pictures of him, Eric Wood, who's you know obviously from Louisville, the Kentucky area. He's I think. Lu- Eric's always at the Kentucky Derby, and he invites Josh there. Brandon Bean was there. There's a picture of, like, all the guys, right? Like, there's probably two other Bills players I just didn't recognize from their faces, like maybe Kyle Allen or some other guys. I don't know. So there's the five of them. They take a picture, and then they take a picture of the guys and their significant others, right? So, like, Eric Wood has his wife. Brandon Bean's wife is there. Like, I kind of recognize them or have seen them before in social media. And Josh is just there by himself in that picture. So you're like, okay, well, that's probably not a good sign that he's, you know, that, that she's with him. She probably would be at that event, right? And then there's pictures of Brady Williams, like, at, at her own, like, either at the Kentucky Derby or her own Kentucky Derby party dressed up. And one of the captions in a post from a friend is, like, Brittany Williams, at Brit Will, 
like taking husband applications like that's usually not a sign that like someone's in a relationship right like it wouldn't be like you know if somebody was hanging out with my wife at a party or they went out for drinks like one of her girlfriends is just like you know nate's wife taking husband applications and be like hey wait a minute like (laughs) (laughs) maybe i should give her a call see how she's doing you know like it's too late nate and then mike would give me the advice like now you just need to tell her to try you need to you need to tell her that now's the time that you're gonna start trying (laughs) all comes full circle so um but yeah that's just like that always works for everyone except (laughs) us (laughs) <laughs> i know i know i thought you were gonna say everyone but you <laughs> it, it worked whatever that was my initial thought. <laughs> i gave that advice to 10 different friends and it worked for all of them except you be like she was just really done with you <laughs> she just really had enough of you uh <laughs> oh man <laughs> but yeah, that, those are just the details. Like, of that. I mean, the the losers that people go back. <laughs> Does, oh my do you know like how bad that makes you feel <laughs> when like someone breaks up with you and you're just like, oh wait, wait, wait a minute, <laughs> like that guy over there is a complete and utter <laughs> failure at everything, you know? <laughs> and like, yes. yeah, yeah. No, that so that didn't make me mind. feel as good as I thought it would. <laughs> no, but. So th- what's funny about this is then, like, some bloggers... Some... Well, I maintain that it's much better if you think the person is then moving on to date an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> or an ugly person. <laughs> well... Keep that out. <laughs> or, like, someone that you... that is t- Like, if they went on to... From you to, oh, they're dating uh, Josh Allen. I'd be like, yeah, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but but my, my theory on that is no matter what, you're not going to be happy, right? Like if if that person broke up with you and they're dating like someone like Josh Allen, you're like, damn, oh, damn, uh, like he's like that's that sucks. Like he's he's better than me. Like maybe <laughs> not better than me. You know what I mean? Like he's worth a yeah. quarter of a billion dollars, right? Like right. the guys the guys doing all. I mean, he's six foot five. He's decent looking guy. Like what what doesn't Josh Allen have going for him, right? So, right. but if she's dating someone that's like less good looking than you, then you're just like. Oh man, like she's just like I'm I'm less than that. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> like that's more enticing Sorry, than this. Maybe not looks. Maybe whole we should we just stipulate whole picture. Mostly looks so. <laughs> yeah, whole picture. You're right. Yeah, right. mostly looks. <laughs> no, I think it's way better when you're like, ah, that person has no I don't know, whatever you want to say. Yeah, you're right. It's not funny, has no social skills standing. Yeah. I, I don't know. You're like, ah. Yeah. That's way better. <laughs> it's so much better. That's true. Okay, okay, I'll say. Because then you're like, ah, I dodged a bullet. They had no self-confidence. <laughs> I mean, they had enough confidence <laughs> to break up with me, but, like, they didn't have <laughs> Well, you were too did. intimidating. It's, you yeah, know, I like, was... pe- people, um, fear of success. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, she just didn't want to have, like, a, a cushy life and, you know, right. be happy is what it comes down to. Some people are drawn to the drama, man. It's not you. Right, it's it's not like you. they're addicted to the life. You're right. Thank you. Thank you. That does make mm-hmm. me feel better. It's funny. I remember uh, this girl I dated that was a friend of a girl that you were dating, and I didn't necessarily break up with her. We just kind of stopped seeing each other. Like, I stopped calling her or whatever. And I remember on Facebook, like, oh, she moved to Texas. Oh, she met this guy. I'd be like, ha, 
We like that makes me feel better. I'm like I'm better looking than this guy. And you're like, you know what? I don't know. He's a pretty good looking guy. And I was like, oh, thanks, Mike. <laughs> like it wasn't me. But it was done that. you. Definitely, it's just so like that's like I'm only thinking of one girlfriend that specifically broke up with me in this instance. But like I remember, this is such a dad advice thing. We're going way down the rabbit hole. But like dads always give the worst advice. Like when Absolutely it comes to romance worse. or relationships, like I like looking back at it, I'm like, really, like, should I be taking but advice I from this guy that like they're stuck, like stuck? Whereas like we're exposed to new things because we try and learn more. Mm, good point. Whereas older people just gave up. <laughs> it's just like this is this is how this is where I am. <laughs> Frozen in time, uh, frozen in time. Till death. Yes, yes. Not us. I'm not. I'm not going to read anything. <laughs> I'm not going to meet anybody. <laughs> I'm not going to pick up a new. This is <laughs> for good or terrible. <laughs> this is. That's <laughs> definitely the mindset. I remember, like, so, like, my dad would was the kind of dad who would like to try to have conversations, but really like, and if he's listening to this, like it's not always like this, but like he would try to like, just talk to you, right? Like just tell you his thoughts. Like you stop talking so I can tell you what I think of this situation. And when I broke, when this girl, this girl broke up with me in college, I think, and I was devastated. And he said to me, and I was like, you know what? I was like, you know, I think, I think I'm really coming to terms with it. Cause I remember this one time, like so-and-so happened. And I remember thinking at that moment, I was like, you know what? Like, maybe this isn't right for me. Like, maybe she's not the one. And that was a perfect time for my dad to be like, yeah, see, see, you even knew it then. Like, this is a good thing that this happened. See, you're instead he was just like, well, I don't know if you can just take that one instance and say that the whole relationship was bad. <laughs> just because of that one thing. I mean, it was only one incident. <laughs> it's like, oh, geez. Oh, well, great, dad. Maybe I'm back in the same spot I was. The worst possible thing to say. Whereas, like talking with you, at the, that's one of the reasons why you're a good friend. You'd be like, "Jeez, I never. I was when you guys were together. I was never like they should be together. I was just like, yeah, they're all right. You know, it's okay. It's not the end all be all. You know, but yeah, that's what yeah. good friends do. If you guys are listening and your friend breaks or someone breaks up with your friend, do not say how good that girl was at any point. Just say how bad. Well, you don't have to like trash her necessarily, but say how much better off that person is. Mm-hmm. for that right like you have to make them see think seem like they're the winner even when they may not be so yeah the things are going on with brit and and josh and then this one like Substack blogger was like taking this and running with it like this rumor that like nothing absolutely nothing's been verified like it could be 100 percent false and i would not be surprised whatsoever and this Substack blogger was just like, oh, well, I can understand why Stefan Diggs was getting so mad at Josh Allen. He was thinking of his relationship the whole time instead of keeping his head in the game, right? Because we all remember as Bills fans when Josh Allen or Stefan Diggs was visibly yelling at Josh Allen and the team on the sidelines, probably like throw me the damn ball, right? Like, I mean, we figured that's probably he wasn't like, man, like, how could you not be? you know, monogamous or whatever with your girlfriend. <laughs> like, do you really think he's bringing up that Substack blogger? Like, really? Is that what you think he was talking about? Like, it's just, it's amazing what people run with. And because the algorithm... I believe Diggs, like, wasn't Diggs' claim to fame that he had Valentine's Day with two different yes! women in the same hotel? Yes, yes. <laughs> exactly. It would run back and forth <laughs> from back and room forth. to room. <laughs> Dude, the guy's amazing feet, right? Like he never misses a step. Crisp routes from room to room. <laughs> uh, 
yeah, exactly. He had two separate women in two different rooms on Valentine's Day. Yes. Do you think? Do you think Stefan Diggs gives a cares at all who Josh Allen is dating? You think he was really sticking up for? It's just so funny that this woman. This woman wasn't even a Bills fan, right? Like she just put. She's just like, well, this is a rumor about Josh Allen. Let me just like impose this this thing that did not specifically happen. And let me, oh, because I think that like Stefan Diggs must have been upset about this relationship. Like, why would you ever think that? What what logic put you from one place to the next? So anyway, uh, that's it. That's just a fun conversation. It leads to a lot of different things, relationship wise and. Honestly, like we mentioned a few weeks ago, I'm just glad that it if if they're broken up or whatever, you never know the details. I just hope that it's enough time for him to be completely over it. He might have been over it before they broke up. You know, some people are have broken up. It's like quiet quitting, right? <laughs> like you quit your job in your head so you stop trying, right? And you're basically quitting your job until you find another opportunity or whatever. Quiet quitting. Like he could have quiet quit that relationship if it's truly over. And just been like this, now that she's, it's like everything's better, right? Like like he's hitting on all cylinders. Or he's still in a, a, a tough space psychologically, mentally, emotionally. And hopefully he can get back to the, a good place in four months when the season starts. All right? Mm-hmm. So, cool. Mike, uh, we hit on like three or four different topics. None of them super relevant to, but it's just fun topic fun discussions we talked about latavius murray puna ford the new stadium being built finally it's finally going to be under construction soon and then uh your joke about the uh, proctologist <laughs> and then uh you know josh allen and Britt williams um yeah anything else i think that's it oh i got another doctor joke oh good thank god <laughs> a guy goes to the doctor and after the examination the doctor says sir you have a piece of lettuce protruding from your ass. And the guy says, Doc, that's just the tip of the iceberg. (laughs) 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 Have you been saving these all season, all off season, or have you just been Googling? Okay, okay. Oh, that's a good good one. I like the boner one better, but that one's good. The tip of the iceberg. Cool, man. So... This has been fun. Right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Remember to check out the Twin Spires Sportsbook at Delago, at the Delago Resort and Casino. Uh, it is not the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago. It is the Twin Spires Sportsbook at Delago. Same great place, same great experience, same great environment, different name. So this has been a lot of fun. Thank you guys all for listening. Signing off for Mike. Go Bills. Signing off for me, Nate. Go Bills, and we'll talk to you guys again soon. Tang.
you for listening to the Circling the Wagons podcast. Download and subscribe to us in your favorite podcast service. Email us at ctwpod at gmail.com. That's Charlie Tango Whiskey Pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at ctwpod. And most importantly, go Bills! Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills, mate. <laughs> Hi, we're Visible. We're the wireless company with nothing to hide. Seriously. Hidden fees? We don't have them. Annual contracts? Not our thing. Great wireless on just one line? Now that's more like it. Get unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just $25 a month. Taxes and fees included. That's right. $25 a month? Every month. Sorry, hidden fees. We're just not that into you. Sometimes the choice is just Visible. Switch today at Visible.com. Rate with service on the Visible plan. For additional terms and network management practices, see Visible.com.